Welcome back to This Week in Video Games and this is the news roundup, giving you all the latest video game news you need to know in just 10 minutes. So if you find this useful, then don't forget to like, share and subscribe on YouTube and your favourite podcast apps. Links are down below in the description or the show notes. So it's the 24th of September 2020, so let's get into the news. First up in the news this week, Microsoft is buying Bethesda and Zenimax for $7.5 billion. This one comes from Tom Phillips out of Eurogamer. So in a monumental acquisition that shakes up the gaming landscape, Microsoft has announced it's going to acquire Zenimax Media, the parent company of Bethesda, id Software, Arcane Studios, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks and more for $7.5 billion. The list of game franchises now part of the Xbox family makes for astonishing reading. It includes The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom, Dishonored, Wolfenstein, Prey, Rage, The Evil Within, Quake and the upcoming Starfield. Xbox boss Phil Spencer welcomed the long list of Zenmax Studios and franchises to Xbox-owned family of Xbox Game Studios in a blog post where he mentioned briefly the subject of exclusivity. As one of the largest, most critically acclaimed privately held game developers and publishers in the world, Spencer wrote, Bethesda is an incredibly talented group of 2,300 people worldwide who make up some of the most accomplished creative studios in our industry across Bethesda Software, Bethesda Game Studios, id Software, Zenimax Online Studios, Arcane, Machine Games, Tango Gameworks, Alpha Dog, and Roundhouse Studios. These teams are responsible for franchises like The Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Wolfenstein, Doom, Dishonored, Prey, Quake, Starfield, and many more. Spencer stopped short of saying future games will be exclusive, but he said he was looking forward to the company's array of upcoming games launching on PC and Xbox consoles. One of the things that has me most excited is seeing the roadmap with Bethesda's future games, some announced and many more unannounced, to Xbox console and PC, he said, including Starfield, the highly anticipated new space epic currently in development by Bethesda Game Studios. However, Microsoft has confirmed that all new Bethesda and Zenimax games will join Xbox Game Pass for console and PC. Whether they come to PlayStation 5 or not, the suggestion here is clear. These games will be included at launch on Xbox Game Pass, or will likely be $70 a pop if they turn up on the PS5. We share a deep belief in the fundamental power of games in their ability to connect, empower and bring joy, and a belief that we should bring that to everyone regardless of who you are, where you live or what you play on. Regardless of the screen size, the controller or even your ability to use one, Bethesda's Todd Howard said in a statement. We can't think of a better group of people to do that with than those at Xbox. We have friendships that go back to those original days. From Phil to his senior leaders to developer support, they don't just talk about putting players first, they passionately live it. When asked what the acquisition news meant for forthcoming PlayStation 5 timed exclusive Deathloop made by Arkane and Ghostwire Tokyo made by Tango Gameworks, Bethesda was not able to provide any more details. Next up in the news, Doom Eternal is coming to Xbox Game Pass. This one comes from Cass Marshall from Polygon. Doom Eternal is heading to Xbox Game Pass, which makes a very good shooter available for a fairly low fee. Microsoft made the announcement on its official blog on Thursday, and Doom Eternal will be included in the subscription for consoles starting October the 1st, and additionally become available on Xbox Game Pass for PC before the end of 2020. A follow-up to the 2016 relaunch of Doom, Doom Eternal brings back the Slayer with all of his heavy armour and powerful weapons. Players have to start killing demons again, which is what the Slayer does best, and the campaign goes to Earth, Mars and Hell in the pursuit of finding the demons and then, you guessed it, slaying them. 
Doom Eternal also has a multiplayer component which sets up an asymmetrical match between variously powerful miniboss demons and a slayer. A DLC pack for the campaign The Ancient Gods is en route, which will expand the single player experience. Next up in the news, Microsoft still has more studio acquisitions on the way, just none to show at TGS. This one comes from Liana Rupert out of Game Informer. Microsoft shook the gaming world earlier this week when the company revealed they spent $7.5 billion to acquire ZeniMax and all of its properties. With an impressive lineup of acquisitions already under its belt, CEO Satya Nadella said that Microsoft is far from done. Don't just expect any announcements at this year's Tokyo Game Show. Zenimax is the parent company to some major studios including id Software, Arcane and Bethesda, and this was a huge move for the company at large, as those studios joined the ranks of previous acquisitions announced prior. For those excited to see Microsoft putting themselves into a position for more exclusives, or at very least more resources, Nadella confirmed to CNET that more acquisitions are certainly a goal. You can't wake up one day and say, let me build a game studio. The idea of having content is so we can reach larger communities. Xbox head Phil Spencer added, content is just the incredible ingredient to our platform that we continue to invest in. This doubles the size of our creative organization. After this week's big reveal, many were wondering if Microsoft press conference at the upcoming Tokyo Game Show would hold any more surprises. Let that breath out though, because they aren't gonna be making any power moves there, as confirmed in a Twitter post. Next up in the news, Xbox One X sales skyrocket as pre-orders for Xbox Series X go live. Again, this one's from Liana Rupert out of Game Informer. So September 22nd marks the day that Xbox Series X pre-orders went live, and it also marks the day that Xbox One sales saw a dramatic increase. Coincidence? Maybe, or it could be a hilariously unfortunate misunderstanding. A post from Andrew Alerts has gone viral on Twitter and Industry Insider with a specialty tracking seller trends and founder of Nintendeal. In his tweet, he cited a drastic spike in Amazon Xbox One X system sales with the associated tagline asking, how many people bought an Xbox One X instead of an Xbox Series X? The system names are undeniably similar and there's a few possible reasons for why these sales spikes happened. First reason could be a simple error with the two names. A lot of parents were attempting to buy these consoles for their kids and a lot of frantic quick buys also happened to beat that taunting of sold out message. Or it could simply be a lot of people want the next best thing before next gen arrives. We don't know for certain what the reason was behind the recent sales increase but a 747 percentage markup doesn't seem like a simple coincidence being on the same day as next gen pre-orders. Still, if people are mistakenly purchasing the Xbox One X over the Series X due to a similar name then there's going to be quite a few upset people over the next week or so. One thing that we do know is that the theory that people purchased the One X thinking it was the Series X is the biggest social media take right now, with speculation it's produced some pretty hilarious reactions over the Twitter sphere. Another possibility too revolves around bots, so bots purchasing up hot demand items are frustratingly common and often used by those who intend to resale supply at a much higher price. It's possible that the bots may have gotten the code confused, a point that was made in response to journalist Patrick Klepik's recent tweet about the sales increase. It's important to keep in mind that next-gen arrivals always boost current-gen sales, oftentimes because of heavy discounts or simply the desire to get in on the hype at a lower price point. Whether the spike in sales is a happy coincidence or a mistake remains to be seen, but we wouldn't be surprised to see if a large chunk of that number ended up due to being the latter. 
And finally, in the news today, Among Us 2 has been cancelled as the devs focus on the original title. This one comes from Emma Kent out of Eurogamer. Despite first releasing back in 2018, social deduction game Among Us has recently seen a huge surge in popularity, with Steam concurrence increasing from a peak of 271 players in January to 388,000 in the last 30 days. And according to the developer Innersloth, the party game recently hit a concurrent player count of 1.5 million across all platforms, so perhaps it's little surprise that the devs no longer want to divide the player base with a sequel. As explained via a blog post, developer Innersloth have plenty of internal debates over the future of Among Us, particularly given the original game's codebase is outdated and not built to support new content. Due to the influx of new players, however, the team decided to focus all their efforts on supporting the current gen game and taking it to the next level. So Among Us 2 has been cancelled. All of the content that we had planned for Among Us 2 will instead go into Among Us, Innersloth said. This is probably the more difficult choice because it means we're going to go deep into the core code of the game and reworking several parts of it. We've got lots of things planned and we're excited to bring new content to everyone as you continue to enjoy playing. Current players can hopefully expect to see some of the improvements to Among Us servers as Innersloth is working hard to figure out some of the existing issues. Colorblind support is also inbound, something that the team had to put off for far too long and is probably a much needed addition given so much of the game is based on player colors. On top of this, there are plans in place for friends and account systems, which we know takes some time to develop, along with a brand new stage themed around Henry Stickman, another series published by Inner Sloth. So at this point you may be asking why the sudden increase in interest. The main reason appears to be that several content creators such as Soda Poppin, Call Me Carson and Pokemon suddenly started playing Among Us on Twitch earlier this summer, exposing the game to a large audience. Innersloth's most recent release, the Henry Stickman Collection, was also launched back in August, drawing more attention to the studio's work. With the cancellation of Among Us 2, I guess the team will once again be sticking to the stuff that they know. Well that is it for the news today and thank you so much for watching or listening and for more video game news content like this subscribe and share with a friend. To join our community check out the discord link in the description and you can follow me on twitter at TWIVG podcast. This week in video games is also a patron and you can find out more on patreon.com forward slash this week in video games. We can sign up for some rewards like early access to the podcast, get your name in the credits of videos as well as exclusive content, special discord roles and community features. Check out the links down below in the description or the show notes for more information. Thanks again and I'll see you in the next one.